Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving, Andrew. Happy Thanksgiving, Edwin. Turkey Day. 2022. Although, I'm, listen, I'm just going to go ahead and admit it. You and I are recording this before Thanksgiving, And I bet almost everybody listening to it, it's after Thanksgiving. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) We know some of our listeners like to listen to this as they kind of fall asleep at night. Well, there's that. And it's, you know, nobody's commuting to the office today. And so all of our drive time listeners. We're getting our podcasts in tomorrow. (laughs) So so we're we're saying happy Thanksgiving in faith. Absolutely. Saying have a piece of pumpkin pie for me in faith. Have some seconds today. Have some leftovers. (laughs) Go ahead and get that tryptophan i was about to say rush but it wouldn't be a rush would it <laughs> i guess it's just kind of a relaxation is it a lull i don't know yeah absolutely <laughs> anyway psalm 65 it's a has great been... day we will we'll get to it but it, okay, it is a great day to take a moment pause give thanks to god it's all from him every good thing comes from his hand and so you know this particular uh holiday i it seems to get kind of kind of pushed out more and more but it's an important one we need we need to own it. Sure, I sure, just sure, say sure, that. sure. Well, I will just tell you the same thing I told my faithful Facebook friends is that nobody is skipping Thanksgiving. Some of us are just better at multitasking than others. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Just saying. You know what? Let's I know we'll say a prayer at the end, but let's let's kick off with a little Thanksgiving. Okay. Holy God, thank you. Thank you for the family, the friends. Thank you for the time off from work. Thank you for the food that you have provided for us. Thank you for our church family. Thank you for all our brothers and sisters that uh, are helping us and supporting us. And thank you, Father, for the salvation that we have by the blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for the redemption you have given. We thank you for the creative power that you have used in, in our benefit, and we're thankful for your providence and your provision. And today we lift you up, and I pray that you help us to be thankful every day. Through your son Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 So happy Thanksgiving. Amen. And happy Thanksgiving to you. Well, let me let me give you an extra a little shout-out. Thank you. A kind sister in the congregation has donated a fancy Bible yeah. uh, to the congregation. So I'm going to be reading out of it today. Yeah. This is the Hebrew Bible translation Robert Alter. Robert Alter, yeah. Robert Alter. This is very new. This translation was just done in 2019. And uh, I'm excited to be reading Psalm 65. Let's, let's go for it. For the lead player, a psalm. For David, a song. To you, silence is praise, God in Zion. And to you, a vow will be paid. O listener to prayer, unto you all flesh shall come. My deeds of mischief are too much for me. Our crimes but you atone. Happy whom you choose to draw close. He will dwell in your courts. May we be seated with your house's bounty, the holiness of your temple. With fearsome acts, justly you answer us. Our rescuing God, refuge of all the earth's ends, And the far-flung sea, who sets mountains firm in his power, he is girded in might, who quiets the roar of the seas, the roar of their waves, and the tumult of nations. And those who dwell at earth's ends will fear your signs. 
the portals of morning and evening you gladden. You pay mind to the earth and soak it. You greatly enrich it. God's stream is filled with water. You ready their grain, for so you ready it. Quench the thirst of its furrows. Smooth out its hillocks. Melt it with showers. Its growth you will bless. You crown your bountiful year, and your pathways drip ripeness. The wilderness meadows do drip, and with joy the hills are girded. The pastures are clothed with flocks, and the valleys are mantled with grain. They shout for joy. They even sing. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So I'm excited about this translation. Now here's the thing, just translation notes here. Yes. This is a single author translation, though I'm sure he found lots of help from lots of different people. But one of the things you often have to be concerned with with single author translations is you remove some of the checks and balances that, mm-hmm. that come from multiple people reading and studying. And so sometimes you have an idea about, oh, this word should be translated this way or this grammatical form. And and uh, you know every one of us individuals can have those things that we think are cool and neat and we just buy into and, and we lose the checks and balances of other people pushing back and saying, eh, not so sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So, so that's one of the things you have to be careful with with single author translations. Now, that being said, I am excited about this one, at least based on the translation philosophy that he states in the, in, at the beginning of these volumes, where he highlights that what, what he wants to do is recognize that since the King James came out, mm-hmm. we, we've, we know so much more about the Hebrew language itself. Well, sure. But the struggle has often been is that uh, as modern translations have come along, they're, they're working on making clear and providing access and knowing what the actual definition of the Hebrew word is, and in doing so have often lost the beauty. Mm-hmm. The beauty and and the singing and the the way the Hebrew language allows for some of that. Well, the English is not quite as much, but but if you work hard at it, English can be a beautiful language as well. There. Sure. And he's wanting to bring back some of that beauty, some of that poetry, that, the, the poetry. And of course, one of the things that is a difference between the way we like to write in English and the way the Hebrews and the Greeks liked to write mm-hmm. is we want variety. Yeah. You know, use synonyms. Don't use the same word over and over again. Well, I know that Hebrews and Greeks, they didn't feel that way. No. In fact, they often wanted to use that, that same word mm-hmm. because it, it made a point. And yes. he, I, my understanding is he tries to, to, to keep that Capture in that there emphasis. as well. Anyway, I'm excited about reading some of this. Yeah, we'll try but, to work uh, so it I'm, in. I'm glad you got to read that in there It was today. good. And so, yes, a thank you to our dear sister. That was a kind. That was a kindness. So we, we've talked about here this thanksgiving and praise that we're going to give to God. The first four verses highlighted because of his redemption. Yesterday we highlighted because of his creation. From verse 8 to 9, there's there's a subtle shift. We move from the fact that God had created everything, but when we get into verse 9, what, what did you say there in verse 9 again? Uh, from the altar? Yes, yeah. Mr. Altar's translation. Mr. Alter, yeah. And those who dwell at earth's ends will first... Excuse me. Let me get it straight. And those who dwell at earth's ends will fear your signs. The portals of morning and evening you gladden. And then into verse 9? Well, that was verse 9. Oh, he numbers his verses differently. That's interesting. Yeah. It still came out to 14. Yeah. So he must must use the heading as verse 1. Is that what he does there? How about that? No. Verse... Well, actually, yeah, he did. Yeah. Because it's the Hebrew Bible, and that's the way that's the way Hebrew Bible and English translate. Well, look at this. We're learning as we're talking. So go ahead and read verse 10. Ah, from, nine, from verse 9 verses, to verse 10. That's exactly right. All right, so from verse 9 to verse 10. Uh, verse 9 again. 
And those who dwell at earth's ends will fear your signs, the portals of morning and evening you gladden. You pay mind to the earth and soak it. You greatly enrich it. God's stream is filled with water. You ready their grain, for so you ready it. So ready. So so there's, ready. there's ready. that place where here in English we like to use different words, but he, the Hebrew clearly must use the same word. So he's used ready both times. Yeah. Here in the ESV, it's you provide their grain, for so you have prepared it. Yeah, the new King James was provided and prepared also. So so it's ready, it's provision, it's providence. So so we've got the creation, we've got God having created things, but now we've got his ongoing care mm-hmm. of that creation. And that's important. This is not a deist world. We don't right. live, we don't live in a deist world where God is creator and that's it. Correct. He is creator and sustainer. He is creator and provider. And so, yes, he set everything in motion. Why do we have life instead of not life? Why is there something instead of nothing? Well, because God brought something into existence, and God brought life into existence. Why is there order instead of not order? Because God provided order. But why does it continue that way? Yeah. Because God provides. He is sustainer. Providence, absolutely. Uh, we see in his general providence the idea that his very word is that which we uh, consist in. It sustains us. It keeps us together. That if he was to draw back that word by which he had called everything into existence, uh, it would come to an unexistence. It would fall apart. I love the poetry of providence, particularly as it jumps out to me in this psalm, uh, even continuing reading. Um, Verse 13 is beautiful, how the pastures are clothed with flocks, the valleys are covered with grain. Covering, clothing, this too is providence, right? That he is keeping us so well. Why are we getting to eat today? And eating well today. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> We're getting to eat well today. Well, this is God's provision. Yeah. It's because God causes the rain. It's because God made the sun and causes it to rise. It's because God has set in order the 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 cycles of life. What does yours verse 11 say? In All right. the ESV? In the ESV. All right. So now we're back to our normal counting, or are you reading verse 11 from Alter? What, so my verse 11 is, you crown the year with your bounty, your wagon tracks overflow with abundance. Correct. And so your paths drip with abundance in uh, verse 11 in the New King James. It's verse 12 in the Altar. Your pathways drip ripeness. Mm, I liked that. Actually, that one I caught when you were reading it. I mm-hmm. liked it. I liked it. And so, you know, when, when you think of ripeness or uh, abundance, right? I, I mean, man, that's there's a word picture of the cornucopia right there mm. mm-hmm. that all about God and his path and his way yeah. is that of rich provision and not just enough, more than enough. Yeah. And ready now. Yes. And so one of the things, a couple of weeks ago, I got to hear you actually talk to a couple of preachers, a handful of preachers about Providence. Don't tell my wife she thought it was a big conference. (laughs) I mean, you go to Orlando for a big conference, right? I mean, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry. I got to hear you a couple of weeks ago speak to... um, Multiple numbers of preachers. There were certainly multiples in the room. (laughs) It was a great conversation. I I don't want to get sidetracked. The word is a plurality. Plurality. (laughs) There was a plurality. We got to have a Bible study with some preachers, and you got to talk about providence. And one of the things I learned, and I'm seeing it in the Psalm, 
and, and you hinted at it a minute ago, and I thought you were going to talk a little bit more about it, but that, that issue of the sustaining hand of God. Yeah. And the, the thought, here's what it makes me think of. So often when we think about God's judgment, we think of it in, in these kind of terms of this active, I'm angry, and so now actively I'm going to take this mm-hmm. forceful approach and punish you. And But a lot of times what we see in Scripture, I, I, I don't want to take away from the wrath of God, and certainly it's God's choice and it's his action, but it's not, I'm going to do this thing that that hurts you. It's, I'm going to withdraw from you the sustaining provisional providence. Yeah, or protection. There And there really is something to that. You know, we, when we talk about grace, it's the idea of giving you something you don't deserve. Well, what if he doesn't give it? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and all of a sudden, well, wow, well, then there is judgment and there is consequence. There, there was so much, especially with Israel, as you go through the the things that God said to Israel, he says, look, if you're going to go after those other gods, I'm going to send you to those other lands. Now, what yeah. we hear is I'm driving you off of my land. And what actually what it is, is the land will expel you. Right? I'm going to give you over to these gods you claim you want to follow. And mm-hmm. let's see how that works for you. Yeah. I've been protecting you. I've been taking care of you. And if you don't want me, if you want those gods instead, well, I will withdraw my provisional yeah. hand, my protective, providential hand. When he, when see he, how that works. Yeah, when he brought them into the land. He was the one that was going before them, and he was fighting for them, and he was driving the nations out. But what does he tell them? That if you violate my word, if you go after these other gods, then the land will expel you. The land will spit yeah. you out. Well, what's that mean? God's not there in front of you anymore. Now the land's going to do its work. Yes. And even when the first generation got to the edge of the promised land and didn't go into the promised land, God's punishment of them was actually, I'm going to give you what you asked for. You were so scared of going in the promised land. You thought I couldn't give you the promised land. You thought you'd get in there and you'd be executed. Okay, I will leave you outside this promised land. Now your kids, your kids that you thought would right. get eaten up, I'll let them get in there. Yeah. But I'm withdrawing that providence. Anyway, what a what a great... What a great picture of God this week. God the Redeemer, God the Creator, God the Provider. Provider. And so we need to give thanks. I've already said a prayer. How about you go (laughs) ahead and close us with prayer? Our Lord, thank you. Uh, On this day when we hope that uh, many of our, our neighbors and countrymen will also pause, but we certainly pause, Lord, to recognize that every good thing has come from your hand. Uh, to begin to count the blessings, Father, we, we we run out of time. We cannot enumerate them all. But I know, Father, that it starts with this breath I have because it is in you that I live and move and have my being. Father, you do provide all. And so we are quiet, we are humble, we are thankful, giving you the honor that only you deserve. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. 
Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna! Christ is captain of the mighty throne.